you're ready for a new website, head over to nhbusinessoco.com slash zimventures to get started with your new website today. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hamster Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we're here with Christine Templeton and Chris Hunt of Templeton Family Organics. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to and, be here. And who is our little friend? This is one of our clients. It's, it's Laverne of Laverne and Shirley. Okay. Okay, cool. So let's get a little history on you guys in the business and uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Well, um, uh, we're located in Goffstown. Um, my husband and I and our children um, operate um, a pasture-raised poultry and pork operation. Uh, we have organic and non-GMO uh, chicken uh, in cuts and whole, and um, we are also animal welfare approved for our pigs, and um, we operate our pork operation year-round and chicken uh, only during pasturing season. Um, so all summer long we're doing meat birds, um, and in the wintertime we raise laying hens. And so last fall, um, as we were raising our laying hens, I heard about um, and uh, I heard about um, a company called Rent the Chicken, and um, so I investigated it, and the people were really wonderful. So we started a line of business called Rent the Chicken. Uh, <laughs> and we recruited my next door neighbor here, Chris. Uh, to build coops and uh, get in on the action. Yes, and I thought she was crazy. <laughs> but they moved in three years ago, and um, they're like family to us. Mm -hmm. And she says, we're going to do Rent the Chicken. And I'm thinking, she's now she's lost it. <laughs> and I thought maybe I'd build her a coop for her for the shows we did, you know, Hampshire Best and yeah. the State Agricultural Show. And which I had fun doing. I'd been in sales, lumber sales my whole life or building homes, so being at the show was very comfortable. I liked it, had a good time being around people. And then, so I thought I'd build a couple for it, and I think I've on my 25th I'm started. And it takes a lot of work. It's not as easy as I thought it'd be. The coops are, it's a national franchise, so the coops are designed by an engineer, and it's very well done. Yeah. I've had chickens for fun with my children for 10 years, and the coop is just so well designed. It's easy to clean, which is a key. And, and I always joked it'd be fun to deliver flowers because I love people and how they get excited usually for flowers. Mm -hmm. Well, chickens are 10 times more fun. I pull up, and <laughs> the kids are screaming happy. Mom and Dad are excited. And delivering is more fun than I ever imagined. It's, it's, yeah. it's just great. Hmm, that's interesting. It is very so, interesting. <laughs> so how how does it work? Uh, it sounds like you, you're they're renting chickens from you guys. So, like, kind of walk through the process a little bit because that's kind of <laughs> that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So um, we have an option of either two hens or four hens. Mm -hmm. Two hens gives you about a dozen eggs a week. Okay. And um, and we bring everything you need. Um, we bring the coop, the feed. Uh, we use organic soy-free feed, so families with food issues tolerate the eggs beautifully. Um, and um, feeders, waters, books, tutorials, egg cartons, treats for the chickens. I mean, anything possible you could think of, we bring. And we bring it all in the spring, 
and you enjoy fresh eggs every day and uh, enjoying the chickens and then in the fall we take it all back so that you don't have to worry about doing the winter work hmm. um, and if people fall in love with their chickens we can put a a band on their legs, and they can have the exact same chickens back the next. That's spring. pretty cool. Some kids that makes a big difference to yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and people can adopt them if they decide they want to become full-time chicken owners. That's no problem. Um, so, and we're here for support. So if people have questions, um, you know, they they don't they're not in it you know alone yeah you know we can hold their hand through through the process so <laughs> i think that's what's so great about the program a lot of people think they may want chickens but they don't want to spend money on a coop or they don't know how to build one yeah and they don't want the commitment and this is like a perfect system the homes i'm delivering them to are fascinating i mean they're <laughs> you know one home is well over a million dollars and the couple was just empty nesters and just so excited the woman was like he never would let me have chickens but the coop is so well designed as she says we bring everything and i've already gotten like four or five calls from people like you know oh no one got loose and it's there's never a problem i mean yeah and at the show one of my favorite things was people said well what if one of the chickens dies and i it was so funny to me and i so i'd get real serious and say well, we'll put a lean on your home <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they laugh, and I said, I'm just kidding, it's a chicken. And so the, it's just been a great, great thing to yeah. be part of. I'm glad Christine got me involved. It came at yeah. a good time for me. Yeah, and that's pretty interesting because you're right, you know, things can happen. You know, yeah. chickens die. Um, I'm not sure what their lifespan is, do you know? Well, um, they they can live for many, many years. They're yeah. most productive in the first two years. Okay. So we hatch these um, on November 6th, so they're in their prime. So mm-hmm. for egg laying, they'll be consistent layers for a couple of years. Yeah. All right, cool. And that's why I think we make a good team is that she's so knowledgeable. And I was just a yard <laughs> chicken guy. My wife and I, I didn't want chickens, and my wife did. It turns out I really enjoy them. And, yeah. But um, her knowledge is very in-depth, and mine is very surfaced. Yeah. But um, it's fun. It's fun answering the questions. Like uh, one guy called me, and how how is a chicken going to give me eggs without a rooster? And I, I just didn't even know how to answer that question. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. You know what uh, <laughs> so cause I know um, you had mentioned they're most productive in the first couple of years. So after they're born and ready to lay eggs, like you get like two, three years out of laying eggs out of them or how's it work yeah um we we're not really ones to get rid of them when they're less productive yeah um but you can um uh, but they can live for for many many years yeah um post prime production yeah <laughs> that's a nice way of putting it <laughs> we, we actually have one um she was a meat bird, and um, I raised her on layer feed, and she's the most ginormous bird you've ever seen, chicken, and she waddles everywhere, mm-hmm. but she's many years old, and they said, um, you know, a meat bird wouldn't live this long, but she's her, she was a freedom ranger, mm-hmm. and I call her freedom, and um, she doesn't, she barely gets up on a roost, <laughs> but she does, and... Um, and we just keep her around as a pet. Yeah. <laughs> really. She lays eggs, though. She thinks she's a laying hen. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I have a dear friend. He's in his, he'll be 70 this fall, and 
he, he says, what do you do when they stop laying eggs? And the same thing, I said, I'm just going to let them outlive their life in here because I can free raid them on my farm. My little house is next to their farm, so yeah. the fields are together. And um, he says, can I have one? I said, sure, if you want. And it's this breed, and he takes her everywhere in the car and <laughs> takes her, does he say it, to last Christmas. So oh, it's, uh, they're, they're more of a pet than people would imagine, than I ever imagined. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really have a lot of personality. Yeah. This particular breed is a, a Buff Orbington, mm -hmm. and they're known as the golden retrievers of the chicken world. Okay. I mean, once they get to know you, they'll follow you right in the house. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite story of when do, we were doing the shows is this giant guy came up and he looked like textbook New Hampshire farmer with the yeah. suspenders and the hat and he stood there and he wouldn't say anything for minutes and I thought he was going to say something nasty about you know mm -hmm. why would someone rent chickens and, and all he said was never thought I'd buy bottled water either and he walked away <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of summed up the whole idea of why someone would rent a chicken yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it, like, it, like you said it's a brilliant idea and it kind of, it does give you that, you can learn and, like, edge into it a little bit. And then you have people to help support you in the process. Because my wife, I have to hide this podcast from her, um, <laughs> absolutely wants chickens. Like, wants them, wants them. And if I tell her this is an option, like, you are going to see me again. Like, so, <laughs> we'll know how well I did at hiding this if you see me in a few months. <laughs> and, uh... It's, just, it's a good idea, and you get, the, you know, the eggs, and so I guess that's actually something we can talk about, and oops, my pen. but the the health benefit of natural eggs over, like, what you get from the store or anything like that. Yes, they're actually naturally low in cholesterol, um, and, you know, people with cholesterol issues are always told to avoid eggs, and, and the factory-farmed chickens are high in cholesterol, but these are actually naturally low. Mm -hmm. um, you can you see golden yolks. Uh, people see the yolks and they are always so surprised and amazed at the flavor alone. Mm -hmm. How different, um, you know, when they're getting sunshine and grass and, and being out in their natural state, they're happy, you know, free, free ranging chickens. Yeah. Yeah. That's another gift to this program is the coops are designed that you can keep them in there all the time. Like if you have neighbors with dogs, and they can stay all the time. Or what I do is I let them out when I'm out in the yard. And that way they stay safe and, and people like, oh, I'll never get them back in the coop. And chickens are smart. They know like when nighttime starts to come, they want to be in that coop. So it's not, it's never an issue to really get them back in. Yeah, because you worry about the predators and stuff and coyotes everywhere. Hawks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one other thing that I find um, interesting, we have a lot of kids. Um, we have a big family, and um, and we have had foster children. And one of our foster children, a child, said, um, I, you know, what are you having for dinner? And I said, oh, we're going to have some spinach. And she's like, oh, the kind that grows in a can, right? Not that stuff you have outside. And I'm like, it doesn't grow in a can, <laughs> you know? But um, children are so far removed from their food source. So... Yeah. This gives them the opportunity to be close to their food stock source, yeah. right in their backyard. Yeah. You know, grabbing eggs and cooking them right up and seeing where it comes from. Yeah, and you're right. And I think, you know, as kind of as a society, like we've again we've grown so far away from how things were traditionally done that we kind of forget <laughs> how things were traditionally done. And 
yeah, so it's interesting to see, again, this, but you're right, you know, people don't even realize that, yeah, these things come from a garden, <laughs> they grow out of the ground, you know, there's a lot of work involved, and then, you know, kind of what you had said, actually, which was a point I was going to ask later on, is the differences in the types of chickens, because you had mentioned, you know, factory over, you know, pasture, free range, and all that stuff, and, you know, there's different ways of raising animals and vegetables and all that stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the factory farms are are going to organic feeds. Mm-hmm. So they're feeding them organically, uh, which is great. It's a step, you know, yeah. better, uh healthier for um the consumer, but they're still indoors mm-hmm. in these factory settings. Yeah. And they've never been outside and um so it's kind of misleading too for most consumers. They don't realize they think they're buying something, you know, better for their family, but yeah. not necessarily. Yeah. And, you know, without getting political, it's one of those, it's a very tough area to address because how do you feed a huge population traditionally? Because that's why we got into mass production anyway. So it's good to see these types of options. And I like seeing the expansion of, like, inside gardens and people who are getting a little savvy about this because, you know... Fresh, healthy food is better, yeah. <laughs> clearly. One and, of our uh, clients I delivered to Sunday in, I believe it was in, in, it was in the Monadnock region, and he's a marketing expert out of Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. and they live up here three, four months a year in the yeah. summer. So they've got one for their two-year-old, and he, they were just so excited. <laughs> and he said, I saw your display at the sh- New Hampshire Best, and he said, years back when I saw bikes being rented in the big cities, if you follow the trend that was when bike riding bikes became popular again mm-hmm. he said when i saw you rent the chicken he says there's going to be chickens in every yard across the country he says you're going to do real well yeah and i think it's completely healthy it ties into what you were all just saying that yeah. kids need to know and it's great for kids to be responsible to yeah. run out and make sure they feed it and to see a little boy or girl's face to pulling an egg out of the little nesting is like there they think it's the greatest thing that ever yeah. happened <laughs> yeah and they said from indoor gardens to hanging ones to kind of learning how to plant out of pots and, you know, then this type of service. And it's, like I said, it's just healthier and it kind of helps pull you back to how things were, kind of should be. You know, I, I like that a lot. That's pretty cool. <laughs> cool. Awesome. So I'm going to do a quick break here for the sponsors. Uh, everyone hold on just a moment. If you're looking to grow your business through networking, check out Friends of Kevin and New England B2B to see how um, Kevin Willette and his services can help support you and your business. He does a phenomenal job and he's a professional like I've never seen before. You need to check him out if that's what you're looking to do. This is the week to watch the New Hampshire Business Show if you are struggling with sales. I'm gonna have a little more training on for six days, back to back, and we're gonna discuss entire aspects of their new training system and how you can get it at a discount. So, okay, so we've gone over the kind of the, the chicken side of it. So, kind of what led to wanting to do this as a business? Um, so, my um, my husband and I uh, lived in Londonderry, and um, I always had a vegetable garden, and my vegetable garden kept growing um, as my family grew. The more kids we had, the more the bigger we, uh, space we needed. So we grew up, we grew out, and then ultimately um, our neighbors started 
asking us to grow vegetables for them. And we rented farmland um, nearby. And we had bees at another farm. And we were just kind of running ragged and, and trying to um, make sure everything was covered. And my, my husband watched a, a movie called Food, Inc., mm -hmm. if you've seen that. And so he went right out to find, you know, grass-fed beef somewhere and discovered um, Steve Normanton's farm in Litchfield, uh, New Hampshire. And um, he came home and he says, well, you're not going to believe this. I applied for a job today. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, at a farm. And so he started working for Steve. And um, he worked with uh, cattle, pigs. Oh. <laughs> Easy. And um, pigs and uh, and chickens, um, and fell in love with it. And so um, he worked with him for uh, many years, several years, and then we decided uh, let's let's buy a farm. And so we went. Uh, I mean, it was crazy. We were so close to paying off our old house, and here we are going into debt um, and doing the whole the homestead type thing um, but it's been so beautiful for us um, so uh, we we are so thrilled to be able to raise our children in this environment because yeah. everybody and we everyone's comments how what a great work ethic my kids have already yes. um, so we um, we started off with pigs um, my husband ran Steve's pig operation so we got into breeding and farrowing, um, so uh, we have had several sows, um, and um, it, it's it's been a learning experience. Lots <laughs> of mistakes and you know lessons learned, but um, it's been uh, so much fun. Um, so um, we decided to start growing chickens for ourselves, and again, people asked, "Oh, could you?" throw in a few for us and so that just kept growing and now we're um, selling to Manadnock Food Co-op which has been a fabulous experience because the whole community is around um, their food source yeah. and they're very supportive of local um, local farms and, um, and organic and non-GMO raised uh, fruits and vegetables and, and meat so they've been a very big supporter and now we are starting at, um, to sell for Walden local meats which has been a wonderful experience we've sold pork to them in the past and now they're picking up our chicken starting next week so we're really excited about that and then um, we sell at our farm stand and um, Restaurants. We sell to uh, pork to the Foundry restaurant mm -hmm. in um, in Manchester, and nice. again, they're a certified local uh, restaurant, and they are truly uh, the people that support the local market understand the ups and downs, the season seasonality of our products. Um, we, for instance, we tried to get into Hannaford's, and they said, "Oh, because it's seasonal, it's not going to work for us." Yeah. And um, and that's where it's kind of discourage. It can be discouraging because um, we should be eating seasonally. Our bodies need things at certain times of the year. Yeah. And crave things. They crave strawberries in, in the summertime, and that's when you should be eating uh, in June, um, and not in the winter time. And yeah. The flavor isn't even um, very good um, in the winter. But um, so. Uh, we are we're really happy when we have a customer that understands um, 
our business, our, what we're trying to do. It, it, it always gives us a boost. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah, um, so probably not going to hold you too much longer because your little friend here is getting anxious. <laughs> she wants <laughs> As out. You can see. Let's go back yeah. to the farm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, for people who want to reach out, get in touch with you, maybe rent chickens, you know, take part of your farm and all that, how do they get in touch with you? Um, TempletonFamilyOrganics.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on Facebook, and um, we you can Google us. Um, right in Goffstown, New Hampshire. Okay, awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I had a lot of fun today, and thank, thank you, you, friend. <laughs> Thanks, it was fun being here. Yeah, definitely. So, thank you everyone for watching. Um, we'll roll out with the last word from our sponsors, and everyone have a good day. If you're in sales, which you are, because <clears throat> you're a business, <laughs> you know that for every 10 leads you get, you might sell one or two of them. What if every person or every lead you get was one you could probably sell to? You free up time, you free up a lot of your money. So head over to eddingsbusinessshow.com slash funnels to learn how Funnels by Kara can help you.